0: So my guest today is James Oliver, he's a digital entrepreneur, world, world explorer, SEO expert who is passionate about niche website building. Hi and welcome James, nice to have you with us.
1: Hi, uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for having me.
0: Um, let's start with a bit of a background, tell me a little bit about yourself and how did you get into traveling and, and building businesses?
1: Yeah, it's well, it's a bit. Of, I've always traveled around, like done Asia and stuff like that. And then uh, I did like three and a half years in Australia and a year in New Zealand. Uh, and then after that period, the money's actually quite good in Australia because I was originally doing like construction. I was an electrician. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was doing that and I didn't want to go back to the UK and carry on doing the same job. Uh, so I kind of went back to Asia and then just started Googling around and I built a website back in 2014 just a random little blog uh, and they ended up earning like $2 something in AdSense. So I kind (laughs) of knew you can make money online, which is a weird thing because it's like that first kind of step. And then I basically got into building niche websites and doing SEO uh, when I was in Asia and then it kind of went from there and I've been building and like acquiring websites for more or less six years now. Mm.
0: And for some people who wouldn't, have a clear idea on, on what that is what, what is a niche website
1: uh so it's basically like blogging around a topic so for example uh the website is just all talking about uh football or something like that so a niche website just kind of stays in that uh mm-hmm. knowledge kind of thing so like if someone goes to the website they're interested in that so they'll carry on like looking around it's It's all about that topic, basically. Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, am I correct in in assuming that like, oh, actually, let me make that uh, another question. How do you monetize those? Like, is there just a set away and you repeat that with every website or is it different? So there's a few
1: different ways and it kind of depends on what the kind of niche is, but. The two major ones are basically affiliate marketing where you refer products. Most people use Amazon, especially starting out. Uh, So you refer products on Amazon and then if someone clicks on that, you get a commission. And the next is ads. So you can put ads on your website. So as people are scrolling through, they see ads on your website. Uh, And then you get money just from people seeing the ads, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you kind of got like lead gen and then you've got your own kind of digital product. So you can create like a little ebook or a video course and kind of sell that. The major thing is basically getting the traffic to the website and then uh, mm-hmm. monetize in then four different ways, really.
0: Mm-hmm. And isn't that very kind of a long-term thing, though? Or can you make money on that quickly, which is you know, what everybody wants to know?
1: Yeah, so SEO is more of a long-term uh, sort of way to make money. So that's why a lot of people don't do it or they give up. Uh, mm. So r- realistically, it does take eight a- eight months to kind of a year before you kind of start seeing real traffic and income. Uh, and a lot of people don't continue with it at the very start. You have to keep going through it. And it's it's hard unless you've kind of know it it's plays into something that is it's going to make money in the end. Uh, that's mm. why a lot of people give up. But like one of the best ways what I like to do is obviously find other people doing it. And kind of, you can see in the analytics like how it just spikes towards the last few months of like, the year sort of thing if you've been start a new blog uh, but mm. you can also look for blogs what are on sale and then you can just check their like analytics and history and it's it's always the same sort of thing so like at the start you never really earn too much money and it kind of evolves
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's definitely a long-term play seo mm-hmm.
0: and in your opinion or in your experience as well what is the role uh, brand name and a domain that matches it play into all of that. There's been so much said about like uh, domain name and name affects SEO. It doesn't affect, it's changed over time. So what, is, what are your thoughts on that? It's
1: Yeah, it's a tough one, to be honest with you. So like a lot of people, which, which I kind of recommend now, is having a partial keyword. So you, you will still have a phrase. Uh, if it's about like fridges, you'd have fridge in the in the domain. Uh, But then you'd have like a secondary like pro or advice or something like that Mm -hmm. to go with it. Uh, But exact match domains do work. They're they're very strong. So I have a few friends like in the casino niche. It's very competitive. Uh, Mm -hmm. And there's one website, I might be getting it wrong now, but it's uh, freebets.casino, something like that but because the domain is like the exact phrase for free bets casino, uh, it takes very little like backlinks compared to everyone else. It's ranking number one. So the domain Mm -hmm. name itself has like the authority kind of it's, it's not so much the domain name authority. It's when it gets links and stuff, it's always using those keywords in the Mm -hmm. the anchor text, which kind Mm -hmm. of, which helps. So yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. It it definitely does matter. And like brandability wise as well. Um, Like, if someone searches your name on Google for, like, a certain topic, that definitely helps with SEO as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. So branded domains are are very good as well.
0: So, yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. My my thoughts on that um, are very similar to my thoughts on how people go about content because there is the one side of it which is always, you know, you you keep in mind – Search engines, um, all of that sort of a more, shall we say, technical side of it. And there are things that are important for that. But also, I find people oftentimes, even whole departments, oftentimes forget that the ultimate receiver of that information and user of that information is human, actually. It's not an algorithm. So there is certain importance that, as you said, like when you're considering um writing a piece of content or selecting a name or selecting a domain name you have to really consider both
1: yeah well there's another like aspect to it as well so if you kind of do like an exact match for a certain term so like uh, best paintball guns or something like that it's it's a little bit of a spammy domain and then mm. other, like, blogs and newspapers and stuff are not really going to link out to you because they don't want to link to a domain mm. which is, like, best paintball guns rather than, like, a brandable paintball kind of website. So that's definitely mm-hmm. an aspect as well. So you kind of need to have a balance with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. And I would say, I mean, yeah, actually, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Where... I find like if a business is more established, there's absolutely nothing stopping you from having, you know, your main website with your brand that is more like human centric. Um, mm. And then you can have like different blogs or, you know, niche websites that would be driving traffic towards that or raising awareness or whatever their aim is.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I know a lot of people would say they'd have like a branded, like paintball, for example, they'd have a branded paintball website, and then they might have a category or a post best paintball guns. Uh, and mm. some people might actually buy that domain and then just redirect it to the category. So if someone does search mm-hmm. like in online as .com, it would redirect automatically to the category. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pe- people do, do that. It, it's uh, with SEO, it's quite hard, like trying to split up the domains and keep like multiple websites. Uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of best to have one main website and all the topics on that uh, rather than splitting it up kind of thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. it kind of depends what you're doing. But that's, yeah, my, my recommendation would be rather than having like multiple different ones would be to have one major site and focus on that because you're going to get a lot mm-hmm. more traction than having little micro niche sites kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. and i wanted to talk to you about you got uh, recently i believe oliver.com which is like quite a yeah. wild name especially when you think yeah. about you know the the number of like existing brands or celebrities even that you know use the name and you ended up like getting the domain for that yeah. how, tell me more about that how did that work
1: that yeah that was a crazy acquisition like i'm really happy with it like unbelievable I imagine. Uh, so yeah, I was, when it came through, I was yeah over the moon. Basically, I was because I've been doing SEO for quite a while, but I've never done too much publicly. Uh, so mm-hmm. this year, I've decided to go to like a lot more events, meet more people and start sharing a lot more experiences and stuff What I'm doing. Uh so I started looking for a branded domain and like there was so like everything was kind of taken. Like I even wanted like my initials like JS Oliver or James, yeah, it was JS Oliver and that was like part of a hedge fund and stuff like that. So I was never mm. gonna sell it. So it was like quite hard of like trying to find domains. And then I was looking for oliver.com and it was just um uh, it wasn't actually set up with a website, it was just with the the, the ad space on. So it was just the mm-hmm. just parking with the ads. Uh, so I reached out to, so I checked the who is on the domain and reached out to the person who was managing it. Uh, and then kind of nothing came, came to it for like a few months. Like we had a little bit of back and forth, but he, the guy manager, it, it was like contacting the owner and stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, so like I waited a few months, nothing really happened. And then he came back saying, yeah, you can uh, have it for, it was in it's in the five-figure range I bought it for, so it was a really good deal. Uh, so mm. it was like yeah you can have it so we just jumped straight into escrow and then put the money in the funds and then got that and then finally got it like two two or three weeks ago now so yeah
0: wow really good really cool really cool what are you yeah. gonna do with it <laughs>
1: so yeah i'm i'm gonna keep it so that i've obviously got quite a few offers and i could have made a bit of money from it but it's, it wasn't really worth the quick sale i want to because i'm in the internet space anyway and it's kind of thing it's kind of what i do i kind of want to turn it into like a a backlinko kind of blog. I don't know if you're familiar with that mm-hmm. SEO blog. So I kind of want to turn it into something like that. So, kind of a hub of knowledge and then obviously sharing what I'm doing. So, first hand experience. And then I would mm-hmm. also like to do a bit like this do a podcast sort of thing and speak to other people who've sold websites and kind of go through that sort of process to kind of educate That's people fun. and help people basically go online. Because it's uh, a lot of people, it's kind of quite a daunting kind of thing going online. but as soon mm. as you make the initial steps and you realize you can actually make money online and make a living online, uh, mm. it's really good. So I want more people to do that. Definitely,
0: absolutely, very cool. Um, yeah, and 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 on that, on educating people, what do you feel? I'm, I'm sure you have a huge list, but like just off the top of your head, what do you feel people get wrong the most often when it comes to ACL?
1: To be honest with you, it's people mainly quits to be honest with you they don't carry mm-hmm. on with it so like you kind of need you want the content you want to kind of branch out to like clusters of content so you want to write about one topic and then have supporting articles around that so google can see that you kind of have an authority and you know what you're talking about on so if you're talking about apples you kind of want you need like the whole thing like where like apples where like the history of apples what's the nutrition of apples uh mm-hmm. how many apples are like where are the imported exported so like information around it which kind of supports the main the main article uh and a lot of people just don't really like each article is not separate like they're trying to cram like all different bits of data into one article so it's kind of like a bit of a jumble so you kind of mm. need it separate and but yeah that's what i kind of see with a lot of a lot of the content it's not really seo focused so it needs to be human as well as seo but you need to the, like the main things like the title with a uh, with a lot of thing and then that title you want to carry on the article talking about that topic a lot of people mm-hmm. just branch off and it, it goes off the topic basically
0: mm-hmm. and uh, uh no, go ahead
1: no i was gonna say that that's the main thing other than that and people links matter but uh people get a bit with links it's mainly content and lack of putting the information out there there are websites which do quite well with like only like 20 articles and stuff like that but ideally you want to kind of aim for like a hundred with a website and make it sure it's all niche relevant sort of thing so it's all staying on that uh staying mm-hmm. in your categories
0: hmm. and where where do you help with that or do you I mean what sort of services do you offer or do you just do it for yourself where you like yeah. buy, develop and sell websites
1: yeah, so I don't actually offer it to anyone. So I don't do SEO for any clients or anything like that. When I first started out working online, I did like a bit of social media management and bits and bobs like that. Uh, but now I don't do anything. So it's all it's all basically async. So I don't really have to jump on calls or do emails yeah. or anything like that. It's very uh, laid back so then I can travel around. and don't have to worry about everything. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I just do my own, own website. So I have a small team. I have like four people. Uh, who me in the they're all from the philippines uh and then i have some writers which are actually in india uh but it's really good quality like work it's really good so i basically just use them and then have like a portfolio of like 20 odd sites so I just keep running those and keep if something comes up i buy it which which looks quite good uh so yeah I'll keep keep doing that just do my own sites in the future i might start offering services to other people uh and that might be a thing which i kind of branch into but at the moment i quite like the laid-back lifestyle and just doing my own mm-hmm. thing
0: <laughs> yeah I, I can imagine that looks better just so for, for anyone like he's in Bali at the moment so yeah mm. <laughs> yeah and definitely. how do you see artificial intelligence like you mentioned you have writers like real writers Mm. and you have a small team how do you do you use it how do you see changing things how do you see how it has impacted already uh content and and generally marketing and seo
1: yeah ai's been a massive change it's uh completely changed a lot of the stuff and i would say for the better to be honest with you uh with my vas uh, Mm because some of them from the philippines and a couple of them are not like amazing english uh, mm. but like chat gtps like helps massively with them actually doing like little topics and just little bits, just plugging like the prompts and then looking how they get the mm. answers and so that stuff like that's like dramatically changed uh for content itself like writing long articles you can you can definitely do it uh but you got to be very careful like a lot of it you can kind of tell it's ai and it's using the same mm. sort of words each time so you got to keep prompting it and keep changing it and then you've still got to have the human element so a lot of people, it saves a lot of time. You can speed up the writing process massively. Uh, mm. But a lot of people think then that's it. There's no extra process rather than like spending all that time writing and editing. A lot of people now just do like, a, just do a quick article and then that's it. Just put it straight online. Mm. Uh, so it's it's making massive shortcuts and sites like that are getting hit because they're doing so many articles, but there's no real context with it. Mm. Most of them have been hit or they're not really going anywhere. And to be honest with me, I'm quite looking forward to it because a lot of the competitors are now just putting out blasting thousands of articles and it's just crap Mm. basically. So they're eventually just going to get hit. And then sites which are doing well and taking care and actually trying to make uh, good articles and good information for the users are going to win in the long term. So I think it's Mm. been a good thing for my business, definitely.
0: Mm. Do you have niche uh, niches that are your like favorite you focus on, or do you look more uh, at like the metrics and it doesn't matter what niche is it?
1: I think niche selections like really it, it does ma- make a massive difference. My main one's mm. actually mattress and the sleep niche, which is pretty competitive, uh, but it's quite high reward as well, and it's like quite a high average order value. Uh, mm. so it's good middle ground, but it is a it's one of the main competitive uh sort of niches Mm. but for a lot of a lot of it it's quite it's quite tough so mainly i do look for affiliate kind of base content so ones with products which you can kind of sell because that revenue is good but you kind of have to have the traffic and it's more lower tier compared to affiliate Mm. Uh, but quite a good one is like Hobbies, anything with like video courses, if people sell video courses, because usually affiliate's really good for that, because uh, when someone creates a course, uh, they've not really got any overhead, it's all pretty much profit, mm. so they can offer like 50, 70% commission for a sale, so anything mm. which is kind of, which kind of can lead into that, any sort of hobbies which leads into the vi- kind of video courses, uh, are usually good niches to get into.
0: Mm. Cool. Great. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm done with my questions. So I, I was, my yeah. last one is usually what are you up to like now? What are you looking forward to? Um, and I mean, apart from like developing oliver.com, where, where yeah. are you kind of headed to?
1: So, yeah, I still well, I'm still far behind in that. I still need to add a lot more <laughs> content and do everything to it because I, like the domain kind of came out of the blue, so I'm still – got a backlog of other work to do and then that and i've been traveling quite a bit recently uh but i'm so i i'm actually a resident of dubai and i'm currently in bali now uh but i think i'm going to move to bali so i've just been looking at some (laughs) land and uh yeah i think bali is going to be be home for a little while so i've uh just exploring here a little bit and then just keep working on the projects basically in uh making sure olivee.com uh, gets up there so Wonderful. that's the plan
0: great well thank you for that that's been a pleasure we'll include all the links to to your newsletter and to your social media so people can reach out to you um yeah, yeah it's been a pleasure
1: yeah thank you for that it's been great